hosting for two blokes talking tech. Proudly provided by Web Central. Now, it's time for two blokes talking tech. There is a lot going on in technology, as always. Follow the latest news and information about technology. It's fantastic to get these speeds on a mobile phone, isn't it? The speeds on this thing are amazing. Two blokes talking tech. Very nice, snappy performance. It's a good phone. Yeah, there's a few pros and cons with this. With Trevor Long from your tech. Now, my advice to people who like this kind of service is... And Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. I really like this new service. Gives you that flexibility to hear your music anywhere. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Stephen and Trevor always providing the best advice. Lots to talk about on Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. And thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading Two Blokes Talking Tech, episode 139, uh, live. I must admit, from the Your Tech Life studio, Stephen, thank you for joining me. It is a pleasure to be here. This is history, Trevor. History the, uh, in the making. Your Tech Life studio is, uh, it's, I've got to say, what, a, what an impressive setup. And, We've come uh, a long way, haven't we? Yes, we have. Well, I've come a long way. You, you live here. <laughs> right? I've come a long way. <laughs> uh, this is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Thanks to the good people at Netgear, netgear.com.au. Lots to talk about this week uh, in the world of technology. Tell you what else has come a long way, television. Has it ever? Like, was it 1956 that television launched in Australia? And uh, I was looking this week at the the big analog switch off, which a lot of people listening around the country would be thinking, yeah, okay, that happened ages ago, because it's been switching off uh, across the country for for some time. Mm -hmm. But with respect to the other cities of the country, uh, Sydney and Melbourne are the biggest. And this week on uh, Tuesday morning at 9 o'clock, Sydney's analog television service was switched off for the very last time, never, never to air, air again. And Melbourne comes next week on the tenth. Yeah, it's a pretty big deal. And, and you think about it, I'm a complete nerd, and I, I actually drove past every single <laughs> TV transmitter and took a photo of it, not because it looks any different, but but because yeah. it was a pretty historic day um, for, for 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 television in this city. Um, and I, I think, to be honest, I've been impressed. I talked a lot over the last few months about how I was worried that it was going to affect people they didn't know. And yet, we, I had a lot of calls on Tuesday on the radio. Um, yeah, same, I've, I've had yeah. a lot of emails. But, you know, nothing, it's not like we've been overwhelmed, I think, no. with response. Like people. De- December the 3rd, 2013, seemed like such a, a far, far date into the future when they first announced this. Yeah, yeah. And here it is, finally here. And uh, I think, though, wherever I'm... Through you, you and I have been spooking on about it for a long time, so people have had a lot of warning. Yeah, and there's only a small number of people that haven't really got it. The I people, remember I, people saying, "What the hell happened? I've got all this I, snow now." I had a lady call this week on TUE, and she's like, "Oh, you know, and this is that." And I used to be able to only be able to get seven and ten anyway. And I went, "Honestly, I feel your pain because you don't want to buy this new thing, but you you can't say you didn't know it was coming. Like, right. There's yeah. absolutely nothing you can say to say, oh, I didn't know it was coming. And, and let's remember what this means is that um, the spectrum, the, the, the airwaves up there that we can't see but, but that make all this happen um, is now uh, free. It's available to be used and the government... Uh, can make a lot of money out of it by selling it for billions of dollars to the mobile phone That's companies. That's what I was to say, yes. Yeah, so there'll be, be the future 4G and 5G networks, uh, won't they? Like? Exactly. We don't know what's going to happen with the Spectrum, but mm. certainly the, the mobile phone companies will be bidding, and, and so it's worth a lot of money. And, yeah. you know, people have asked me this week, why do they do it? And really, that's that's why. Because the the spectrum is more valuable and, and can be better used uh, by selling it off and auctioning it off. And remember, these auctions, they're not forever. They, they don't buy it. They lease it. So every 10 or 15 years, they have to rebid. Yeah, it's a, well, it's a talking, river of gold for um, the government, isn't it? Do you remember it, uh, when, when we got time with the Optus CEO, I remember 
that kind of prompted me to remember that this is an auction every that lasts only 10 or 15 years because they have to rebid for Spectrum that they got 10 or 15 years yeah. ago. So the government's going to make a bucket load of money. Uh, consumers have got better television, better quality. It's, yeah. it's, it's digital quality. It looks you know, a lot better. You know and you've got more me. channels. What surprised me, um, and actually was filling in for you on TUE last week, and uh, the the number of people who were actually uh, not wanting to upgrade their television. I there know. was such a sentimental connection. Yeah, to exactly. The they talk about and... having an old rank arena. A lady oh, yeah. rang, rang me. I said, with "Look, a... can I still watch another?" Well, not really. No, you can't because it's an analog. There was no red, white, yellow connections on the back, so yeah. you, you, that's an analog TV. The only thing you can do with those ones is you can buy from the kind of J Car Electronics. You can buy an RF modulator. Right, yeah. which takes your red, yellow, and and yeah. white, and turns it into a it's antenna, into a, an antenna and, and so you can yeah, make it work. Right, but seriously, okay. you're paying you got to pay fifty or hundred bucks for a set top box, then sixty or seventy bucks for a modulator. Honestly, go to Kogan, you got a brand new TV right, for totally. that. Yeah, yeah. I, but it's I, not in a big wooden case, mate. Like the other old TVs, they've got a big, it's nice wood grain finish. If you're that desperate, they don't make TVs like that anymore. If you're that desperate about it, take it to some <laughs> sort of antiques restoration joint and get them to put a new screen in an old box. Maybe. Well, I reckon right. there's a business in that. There's Actually, some people who would, would, would go for that. And, and Or maybe you could build a set-top box into it. Oh, just have, could like, be just, something Just here. build a 32-inch flat screen into a, into a furniture. Make it look old, so mm. make it look retro. Mm. I reckon there's something there, Trev. You know, the, so lastly, uh, I went to Belrose. It's kind of northern beaches of Sydney. Went, there's a big super centre there, and I mm. went to JB Hi-Fi and Harvey's to, to look for it because my mother-in-law, we're staying with their outlaws at the moment, and they still had an analogue TV in the kitchen. Up on the wall, you know, it's what they just she put on when when things were you yeah. know cooking or whatever. And I went out and bought a new one, and it was interesting because there were a lot of people. I thought uh, a lot of people looking for TVs, and I saw several people walk out with this same model. It was like a TAC yeah. twenty three inch. It was a couple hundred bucks, but it had a built in DVD player. And you know, I know for a fact I could get it cheaper online at a Kogan or something. But you know what? I was just there. I needed away. it there. Yeah. I didn't want the drama. It was a Sunday. Going to put it into the wall and everything right there and then. So but there big are, business for TVs on the weekend. Absolutely. But there would be some people who maybe have caught out. Maybe some people with elderly neighbours or yeah. pensioners. So there is uh, help out there. DigitalReady.gov.au and there's a number one eight hundred twenty ten thirteen. If you do need help. Well, know of someone who needs help. So we don't want people being left in the dark. We no. don't want them just looking at a, a screen full of snow. So uh, there is help out there if you do need it. But look, onwards and upwards, digital, it's here. Digital here to stay. Here. Analog, it's a thing of the past. And and just a final point of note, uh, as of the 10th, as of next Tuesday when Melbourne switches off, all the regulations around television are out the window. Apart from anti-siphoning, the sport regulations, yep. All of the requirements for broadcasters to be in HD, to not use MPEG for, for all these different things, change. So I don't think anything's going to change as of next Tuesday, but there could be a whole new world out there. There could be more channels. There could be less HD. We don't know less, what's going to happen. Less Absolutely, HD. because there, there's no government requirement as of next Tuesday to have HD. Are you so joking? I'd like to see what's going to happen with oh, the big broadcasters. I was hoping there'd be a 4K channel or something like that coming you, out. But... <laughs> you, my friend, are dreaming. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Well, some interesting news coming out of Foxtel uh, the over the weekend, and they announced plans that they, from 2014, and this is the second half of 2014, will be offering uh, other services apart from their pay TV product. Mm. Now, uh, these services will include broadband 
and telephony. Now, this comes after, obviously, the the shareholders of Foxtel, which is uh, Telstra and News Australia. Uh, they, they, that, they had the approval for this to move forward, but also comes after a wholesale agreement was signed with Telstra, and that means that Foxtel now has the uh, ability to on-sell Telstra services, such as broadband, mm-hmm. such as telephony, and with on the broadband side, they're talking ADSL two plus and the NBN when it's deployed in your area. I find so, it interesting they're not including HiFi, the HFC, the the cable in that. Well, you I, know, I've got cable here. I've got yeah. Foxtel here. I find it strange that I can't. It's, that Telstra don't want me to bundle well, in my cable internet as well. I don't think Telstra are going to give away their premium service yeah. to Fox, even though you get your Foxtel through it. But that's that's the bill that goes to Telstra, not to Foxtel, yeah. doesn't it? So, so essentially, what Foxtel have done is they've kind of uh, done a deal with Telstra, even though they're they're a part owner. But they've done a wholesale deal that says these are the prices we'll pay you if we have retail customers. And what Foxtel will do is they won't offer broadband. They won't just you can't just sign up to Foxtel for broadband. You can't mm. just sign up to Foxtel for a telephone, but you can sign up to Foxtel for a really compelling bundle yes. and when you think about it right the, Foxtel has 30% of the Australian market which is a very low pay TV penetration on global standards but um, what they can do so so I think they've probably realised sitting there we're probably not going to get much more than this like they've like they've yeah. they've tried they've tried really hard yeah. they're probably at their limit so take those what would that be a few million customers right three to five million customers whatever it is how do we make more money out of them because they're willing to pay well, so let's bundle more so basically what they do is they they get more of your money but you're not paying much more yeah, I'm paying Telstra now I'm paying Foxtel now so instead of paying all of those companies I just pay Foxtel Foxtel gets the cash yeah, flow that's half they the take the cut on the top. Yeah. And Telstra still retains the customers, potentially gains customers on its network broadly, yep. and it's kind of win-win-win. Well, Foxtel, obviously, from what you said, is is they want to cast a wider net. But what, what the, the bundles are right. Yeah, they're going to offer pretty competitive pricing, I think, for, mm. for, for, the, uh, for, for the, the proposition moving forward. But it all swings around, though. It all centers around the new set-top box. Yeah, the IQ3. The new set-top box that's going to be out, that's IP-enabled. So it's going to be quite a powerful unit that will match... Uh, services in the U.S. like I, I was in the U.S. recently. Verizon and, and all these other uh, um, uh, suppliers offer these bundles where mm. you get from one service high high speed broadband, your pay TV, your phone, even your mobile phone through mm-hmm. the, the all through, and you pay one bill to one company. Yeah. So that's obviously what Foxtel are eyeing off in the U.S. But you're spot on though that the them just selling TV is not going to cut it for them for them to build grow revenue. their customer base. Mm. They're going to have to offer people a reason to throw everything into their basket, mm. and this is a really good way for them to do that. And look, Telstra, they're not going to suffer. They're, they're no, gonna, they're going to make they're, money. They're off still going to have that. In fact, that, they're better off. They're probably going to retain customers. They don't have to deal with them. They're, they're not Telstra yeah. customers anymore. They're Telstra users, yeah. but they're Foxtel and customers. And can I just say, if there are any Telstra people listening, and Telstra people who David Thody listening, what are you talking well, about? If any any Telstra people who are listening that call my house once a month offering me a better deal, like I'm on Optus, I got Optus cable. I don't have Telstra cable in my street. Can you stop ringing me? So they should know that. It. I know. Every month I say, look, let me just save you the time. There's no, If there's cable in the street, I'd be on it. But there's nothing. I've got a big satellite dish on my roof to get Foxtel. Oh, so, you poor hello. thing. You're getting Foxtel by a satellite. Yes, well, oh, that's, anyway. That's tragic. Just, uh, that's by the by. But I just hope that some Telstra people are listening. Can you just not ring me again? Because unless you put cable there, I'm not going to talk to you. 
And you mentioned, though, that they haven't offered the cable for your Foxtel. Mm. That's because they're going to... Uh, Foxtel, eventually, if there's NBN in your area, mm. that's where they're going to sell you. So th- th- there's that option, yeah, but too. I, I don't want to break it to Mr. Freudenstein and, be, and uh, Mr. Thody, but tomorrow. according to Malcolm Turnbull, they're not going to put NBN anywhere near the cable because I, I've already got 100 meg. Yeah. They've got bigger problems to worry about than, than putting anything NBN near me because I've already got the NBN as far as they're concerned. So mm. uh, I find that a little bit weird that they're not offering cable and maybe that'll change. But anyway... Well, but I I think that Telstra want to keep that as their premium product, though. That's yeah. their product. The NBN's their premium product in the future. Well, you know, they've still got cables in the ground running Who Foxtel? understands these yep. people? Anyway, if you want more information about the Foxtel Triple Play, as it's been called, you can go to techguide.com.au. And Two Blokes Talking Tech each and every week is brought to you by the good people at Netgear. Netgear.com.au for all your home and small business networking needs. And uh, one of the things you need to look out for, perhaps even for Christmas, if you're looking for that uh, that present for the um, for the person who you just don't know who to, how to buy for, but they love their geeky gadgets, think about a, a new wireless AC router. AC is the fastest and latest. Um, it's not only fast, but it's also wider range. So if you're like me and you're sitting here at one end of the house and the router's here, you'll actually get better range on AC-compatible devices with that router. So Netgear has a huge range of uh, of routers, including their dual-band and uh, on high-end AC range uh, routers, which offer you that, that high speed on AC-compatible devices. Plus, of course, if you've got a dead spot in your, in, your, in your home, look for a Netgear wireless range extender. All those products and more are on the website at netgear.com.au. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Now, what, what is it? Uh, we're recording on the, what is it, the 3rd of December? Fourth. No, 4th of December today. So 21 days till the till the big day, till the ho, ho, ho. 21 um, sleeps I think to go, eh? Do I need to write to Santa about my new address? I don't know. Um, how does that haven't work? You, haven't your kids done that already? Or? I, need to, I need to. Oh, that's interesting. Anyway, uh, <laughs> shopping, Christmas shopping. Now, I find it very interesting that, um, that eBay tells us that this Sunday, the 8th, of December is the biggest shopping day for eBay in the year, based on their their, their knowledge from last year and probably years prior. December 9th last and year also was the based biggest on day. them telling you that it's going to be December the eighth as well. well. It's probably a very good point. <laughs> that, um, that but hurt. we're talking about like what is it, three hundred ninety thousand items being sold on eBay this Sunday alone, and something like one point four one point four or one point five million dollars worth of sales via the mobile platform alone. Yeah, well, they're saying it's two point three million people will visit eBay. That's eBay.com.au. We're talking mm. to the Australian side here, yeah. but the record uh, figure. There is the fact that 1.28 million are going to be shopping via their mobile device. It's ridiculous, which isn't it? is a 30% increase on the busiest day last year, which was December the 9th, uh-huh. 2012. I think that dates the sweet spot because it is uh, far enough away from Christmas, so those deliveries are insured, but, yep. but close enough so that they're right within the Christmas spirit there. But, well, um, and that's the kicker, isn't it? So December the 8th requ- allows you, A, it's a Sunday, so you're kicking back, you're watching TV, whatever, and you're doing your shopping on eBay. But also, there's ample time between making the purchase, the seller getting the order, and dispatching it and making sure it gets to your home, right? Whereas if you order the following Sunday, that's very risky stuff. You're cutting it fine if you do that, Trev. You're cutting Um, it very, very fine. So this is the weekend to be eBay shopping, and and frankly, any online shopping. Online shopping, we say it every year, and every year it's true, it's going to be the biggest online shopping Christmas. I said that today on the radio. I I stumbled over myself saying it because of course it is, but I wonder when when it plateaus. 
Yeah, I don't know. Like, is that well, 10 years I away? I don't think in the, in the near future. I think yeah, it's just so going to grow and grow. It's literally five grow. or 10 years away but, that it's going to splatter. Interesting that uh, online shopping, we should maybe advise our listeners that online shopping, while it's convenient, we've still got to keep our wits about us out very there. Much. We've got to be very careful. Make sure that we're shopping uh, on appropriate sites, secure sites. Mm. Make sure you're not buying fakes. That's a big thing that I've been reading about where people log into these, and even on eBay, you've got to be careful. They, they log into certain sites and they say that it's a real Louis Vuitton bag or Nike shoes yeah, or whatever it's like it is. shopping in Turns Beijing. Turns out to be a fake. So good luck. be careful. If Look, the, the rule of thumb is if it's too good to be true, it usually is. It is too good to be true. So yeah. keep your eye you out You know, there. think about using PayPal. Oh, I'm a big fan of PayPal. Yep. When you're making purchases, they have a huge buyer's guarantee so that you are literally protected. It's 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 just like that protection of if, if, if someone uses your credit card and you didn't sign for it, you are protected by that. Yep. Um, you know, some of the stats, though, I found the list of items being sold on eBay very interesting because they were trying to equate it, you know, something like 200 items every every minute being sold. Yep. Um, a piece of women's clothing sold every four seconds. So what they said, you know, in, in the list, it's interesting <laughs> Where to me. Where are all these women? Well, every well, four seconds buying clothes. Well, what's interesting <laughs> to me, Stephen, there's not much technology in that list, right? It goes women's clothing, DVDs, fashion, jewellery, men's yeah. clothing. Furniture. Who buys furniture? And there's furniture being sold every 24 seconds. DVDs every six seconds and radio-controlled toy every 29 seconds. And this is close to the tech. To be honest, this says to me, this list says to me that, you know what, people buying mobile phones and stuff isn't as big as I kind of perceived it to be because I've had people say to me, should I buy a phone on eBay? My advice is no. Honestly, I I just wouldn't do it. I'd prefer the protection of of knowing a retailer um, for a device like that. Make sure it's a grey import. Something that you're using every single day. You can't can't trust that it's going to come from Hong Kong and it's going to work. So the very fact that it is clothing, jewellery, I mean, watches. What about a watch will be sold every 35 seconds? That surprised me. What surprised me was that women's shoes were down the list. I thought that'd be a women's pair of shoe every half a second being sold. (laughs) It's every 35 seconds. What's going on? Every 36 seconds, women's shoes. Yeah, look, radio control car every 29 seconds. I'm every every 60 of that, so someone else is buying every 30. (laughs) I may buy a radio control car. Men's clothing every 12 seconds. Women's clothing, top of the list, though. So uh, I'd love to know what people are buying online this Christmas, and how much people are buying online. My wife has done a lot of the buying actually for knickknacks and things around the house online yeah. and it's just getting all delivered and it's such an easy thing to do when you consider just the fact that you don't have to get off your ass and go to the store and do all that mucking around yep. when you know what you want. Yeah. You absolutely when, know what you want. And if you buy for kids too, like uh, my wife and I, we, we just got back from the US so we did a lot of our shopping, Christmas shopping while we were in the US. So mm. uh, our kids, uh, if they're listening, I'm sure they are. Last we thing I'll say though, yeah, yeah, last thing I'll say is think about the retailer though. I'm... Jackson doesn't listen to the podcast, so we're safe, right? We're thinking about buying him a Scarletrix, right? Oh, awesome. Can't, great. I can't wait, right? Hello. How much will you be playing with that as oh, well? Exactly. It's going to be here. It's going to be here. Oh, it's it's going to be in the man cave. But- I, had, I had a TCR system. Do you remember that one? No. Total Control Racing. Wow. It was a slot car set, but without the slots, the cars could change lanes. It was a breakthrough. Back in 1981, it, it was amazing. Didn't catch on. <laughs> um, but here's the thing. My wife did a lot of research looking at them all, and then she sent yeah. me to a little joint in Artama near where I work. And I went there, I spoke to the bloke, and I thought to myself, you know... So it's a hobby shop, was he's, it? Like- it's a slot car track oh, place. Wow. It's unbelievable. Anyway, I... You know what? This bloke gave me five minutes of his time. Yeah. He works there, obviously. Customer service, but, very but important. You know what? I, I couldn't buy it online now, even if it was five or ten bucks cheaper, because... I, 
he's given me his time. Like, oh, I think he deserves the sale now. Fair enough. I think you've got to think about that That's when you're buying online. Like you, people, you, people care about $10, yeah. but you've just cost someone their job, Yeah, exactly. Well, how many times have you heard where people go into a store, try on the clothes, and mm. think, okay, I know my size, I know the brand, Don't and then, just, then hop it online. Like, then no wonder that you hear stories about stores charging you money to try on clothes exactly. in retail stores. Well, they're just trying to live these people. If you want to see that list of eBay items, check it out at techguide.com.au. Now, how close are you to your mobile phone, your smartphone, right Triv? I'm, <laughs> and, there's I'm very, hundred, and there's another hundred yeah, up here. I know. I've got a box, <laughs> box full of them myself. But and a very interesting survey from uh, Tech21. Remember Tech21? Yeah, yeah. Case I'm, manufacturers. I'm running Hello. a Tech... I'm actually... I've taken the time to I've review it. I've also got mine as well. Yeah, you got yeah. the clear case. I've got with the clear the, one. Just to be clear, Tech21, they manufacture impact protection cases. They've got this special polymer inside. Mm. Uh, I've got the white case with the orange polymer inside. But anyway, uh, they've conducted a survey... Just just on how close we are, and comparing Australians to the rest of the world, how close we are, how how much we value our smartphone. Mm. Now, the standout stat for me was that when given the choice, 30% of Australians said they'd rather live without their partner for a week than their phone. So not answering that question. <laughs> so and not that, answering that question. That's compared to, so the international users... Uh, that that was if it was 20, a month, I'd take the phone anyway. Twenty one percent said that they'd uh, give up the partner, but so it just goes to show how close we are, how Aussies are close to their devices. Eighty three percent said they're also it is more important to them today than it was five years ago. So well, that, uh, and that's the thing, you know, feeling more and you feel more attached to your device now because you do so much more with it. I. Again, we get really caught up in this world because we do it every day, but there are people converting to smartphones today for the yes, first time. And a surprising number, actually. They're, they're the people that in a couple of years will realise that it is uh, an all-encompassing device. It doesn't take over your life, but it can do a lot for you. Absolutely. And that's why you get, you get attached to it. Well, here's a stat that, that you'll relate to, okay? Like, my kids are teenagers. They've all got phones already. But your kids, judge me, Steve. Your kids, listen to this, mate. One in three primary school children now have their own mobile. And the research revealed kids as young as eight using a smartphone. Yeah. I don't know whether that's mum and dad's smartphone or their mm-hmm. own. I'm not sure. But isn't the the, the age where uh, technology is, is coming down in the ages? Like, I'm is. sure your kids oh. know their way around an iPad, a phone. Mate, they mate, know it back to front. It, Harrison's two. Knows he can turn on any song on so, demand. Jackson, who's turning seven soon. Uh, he uses the iPod Touch. We have one shared between the kids, but he uses it most. Yep. And he, he, he uses iMessage. He's texting me. I think it's fantastic. I love communicating with him. But he's only at home. It's become second nature to him already, and, though, mate. You and know, you know like... what? I had this conversation with someone today. You know, They looked at me and frowned. I'm like, seriously, in a couple of years, I can't say he won't have a phone because I don't know what's going to happen around him and, and, and mm. peer pressure, frankly. But I tell you what, when he's got Stay a phone... Stay strong, Trev. No, Stay no, strong. But when, when he's got a phone, he'll yep. know the bloody rules. Absolutely. Right? And I'll be checking his phone every day. Yeah. Um, I did a story for Current Affair this week. We're talking about this, um, like those messaging apps. There's yep. one where this girl bloody hooked up with a bloke and, and has gone missing. It's just unbelievable how easy it is to get hooked in these things. I'll be looking at every single bloody app and I'll be yep. controlling it and deleting things. And he'll know that. Yep. And that's the most important thing about mobile phones and stuff with kids is education. The parents have to have a conversation with, their, the, with the kids. Absolutely right. I think if you if you kind of leave into their own devices, you're just asking for trouble. You really, you really, yeah, you really do need to be active there. I, yeah. I think um, 
you know, with the computer. Remember, we used to say, okay, the computer's in a in central this, part in of the, the lounge. Room, now yeah. they've got a smartphone. They've got a computer in their pocket. So yeah. we really, parents, especially parents our age, or with kids, or my kids are a bit older, your kids yeah. are a bit younger. So you really need to stay vigilant. Teach them the rules at an early age. Yeah. What's appropriate, what's not appropriate. Absolutely. You know, not too much. You know, they're, they're, and just let them know, too, that... You, phone's great, but one thing that comes with it every month's a bill. So yeah. I teach them the value. Yeah. Like my kids got their, they got jobs, they got their own phones, oh, but they pay their own bills. They know they've got to keep a certain amount of money aside to do it. So best teach them early. Teach them the value of that. Exactly. Um, that's interesting study, and it's uh, available to read at techguide.com.au. Now, um, I've got to say, I haven't given the next-gen consoles as much uh, workout as, as I would like because, because of this whole in-between homes thing, but I'm loving the Xbox One, the PS4. The, the standout feature for me is the remote play on the, on the Vita. It's just such a great thing. But, mate, if you want one... Yeah, good luck. Good luck. <laughs> I don't know who you're going you know to have to I saw pay. Ben Barber, you know, the former Bulldogs yeah, player, yeah. now Broncos player, tweeted... Uh, yesterday said, I can't believe it. I, I, I've pre-ordered a PS4. I'm not going to get it till March. <laughs> he was it's saying on Twitter like, yesterday. Seriously, could you There are signs that? everywhere, though. I went to Big W yesterday at East Gardens at Kmart. they got signs everywhere saying, pre-order now, but it won't be delivered before Christmas. So they're, they're managing people's expectations there. People know that, look, if you haven't got one now, you're going to be waiting until 2014. Yeah. And the Xbox One's in the same boat. Uh, the, 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 you can, early on, they had a lot of stock. Uh, but then it's dwindled out a little bit now. So do your best. If, you, if you're thinking now to buy a next-gen console, you're dreaming if you're thinking oh, you're going to get it for so. Christmas. You, look, there may be lucky people. There may be the odd store that has, happens or to get some sort of stock or somehow. eBay. Um, buy it for twice the price on eBay. But, but I'd be looking at make And again with eBay, you know, make sure it says original packaging. Make sure it says yeah. unopened. If that's, and from if you, Australia. If you're yeah. willing to buy and pay more. And it's fine if someone's buying them and selling, great. Yeah. But just make sure it says unopened and all that kind of stuff. Yep. It's just buy, beware stuff. But, mate, what about the demand? That's just unbelievable. Well, like we touched on last week, it's not like they do this once a year. This is a once-a-decade event almost, mm. you know, like seven, eight years passed before these consoles are updated. So, And, and both, both updates were, were significant. Such a jump from the Xbox 360 to the Xbox One. Big jump PS3 to PS4. So... It's no wonder people have uh, now sold sold everything out because it's not just about gaming, as we mentioned too. It's it's about it's a whole entertainment solution mm. that's not just good for your teenage son who's playing Forza mm. uh, or your other daughter who's using the iToy or the 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 Connect. Mm. It's for the whole family. Just one last thing on the next gens, and it's a completely ridiculous thing to say, but I find it very interesting that PS4 was able to become so small uh, when you compare it to the Xbox One. It's tiny plus. Mm. There's no power brick. With the PS4, it's a simple that? cable in the back, you know, yep. the little figure eight cable. With the bloody Xbox, it's this huge Still power the same brick, brick yes. going into the back. And, and the device is so big, I find that quite stunning. And well, I'm sure that there's there's just space in the Xbox and it's been built that way for, for looks and, and, and the actual appeal of it. But I find it amazing they well, couldn't fit the power can brick I inside. that uh, a company like Sony has had a lot of practice building electronics? A company like Microsoft, maybe not so much? It's, and, you know, it's a bloody good point. Because uh, oh, Sony just... Sony been in the game, uh, they're doing this a lot and not yeah. just with consoles Microsoft do it every now and again alright so, if you're yes. looking for an next gen console good luck Two Blokes Talking Tech you're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick well uh, 
Rosalind Kogan has been in the news once again, Trev. Uh, <laughs> we were going to talk about this last week. We didn't released, get time. Well, we've, we we've just, put we've it on the list because we have to do it. We carried it over. Yeah. He's released the Zuckerberg selfie stick, which uh, it's a self. Let, let's go to the selfie stick part first. So yeah, it's yeah. a it's a stick so that you can put your camera on the end of it, take selfies. Right. Yeah. He's named it Zuckerberg. Because it's actually not a stupid idea. It is. It is pretty clever. He's he's named it Zuckerberg because it's after Mark Zuckerberg, Facebook Facebook founder, and whose platform has really given selfies a platform to flourish. So uh, he's named it after Zuckerberg and even sent one to Mark Zuckerberg mm. and, and tracked the passage he is and made sure, he made sure that it got there. If, and if he people, said... People say, he I'm a smartass. Rosalind Kogan, <laughs> like seriously. If he doesn't reply, this is what he said. And he wrote him an open letter saying, oh, you know, thanks for building Facebook, you know, sucky, sucky little letter. But at the end of it, he said, look, if we don't hear from you, it's going to be called the Kim Kardashian <laughs> selfie stick. So uh, I thought that was a nice touch. Uh, he's a funny man. And it's essentially 19. a stick. 1999. To stick with a he, tripod mount on it. Well, let's so, not yeah. kid ourselves. He had a hundred made. It's it's a PR stunt, which is very very funny, <laughs> but uh, uh, a simple play on a on a very interesting idea. But uh, anyway, this if you want to have a look at this Zuckerberg selfie stick, you can see it at techguide.com.au. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to two blokes talking tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. All right, uh, a very important part of the. This is I feel feel honoured to have you in the in the Your Tech Life studio talking about products that uh, you're about to review. A yep. couple of reviews then, uh, a tablet and something golfy. So let's talk LG. Yes, the LG G-Tab 8.3. Now, what I like about this, first of all, is the size. It's a nice in Let me guess, 8.3. Yes, there you go. <laughs> Top of the class to Trevor. But uh, I called it the Goldilocks tablet because it's what? not too big. Not too big. It's not too small. It's just right. Oh, okay, right. So it's, well, I would I have called it the Kellogg's tablet. The Goldilocks solution, I said. But anyway, the, 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 the size aside, I think it's good if you can't decide between getting a 7 or a 10. You can get, almost get right in between. That, mm. I really like that part of it. So just for, for, for um, uh, comparison, it's a little bit bigger than an iPad mini then. It is. It's yeah. slightly larger and slightly smaller than the iPad Air. Actually, I should yeah, have right. taken a photo of all three together. It sits dead set in the middle. Right, yeah. But uh, it's an Android device. Uh, it's got quad-core processors. It's got all the bells and whistles. It's very well built. It's got a really nice build quality, uh, and it's running. You've reviewed the G2 smartphone. Mm. It's got a lot of those features: the Q slide, uh, the, uh, the the switching between apps, the which app makes stuff. it easier. Yeah, yeah. yeah, very very the nice. Multitasking. It's also got the well. Q Link. Yeah, that, that's one of them. It's got it's, it's cool. got the um, the Q pairing, so that you can uh, pair your phone to your tablet and see your notifications. Thing which I okay, think is a yeah. nice little touch as well. What was that? Black, remember Blackberry did that with the Playbook? That was the only no, way you could get your email. <laughs> yeah, hello. Uh, uh, but now, all around, I think it's it's probably slightly overpriced. It's three ninety nine. Uh, when you you yeah. consider you can buy a, an iPad Mini with the same amount of memory for four four seventy nine. Yeah, it's four seven nine. But the iPad Mini's got a higher resolution screen, a slightly smaller screen. I have yeah. you know, I'll give you that, but it's got a higher resolution screen. Uh, what I like about the LG uh, G Tab eight point three, it's got a micro SD slot. So while it's only got sixteen gig on mm. board, micro SD slot, sixty four gig up to sixty four gig yep. with that. But uh, it's three hundred ninety nine dollars. Maybe a little bit too expensive there, but I say the build quality is pretty solid. And LG, I really like the G2. If you like that device as well, this could be the tablet for you. Now, despite your uh, your bad back, you're still looking yes. at golf stuff. You're caddying for your brother Michael. I Is am. that what's yeah, happening? Yeah, yeah. I've, I've been. I've walked the course. I haven't been able to play. Mm. But uh, they're, 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 all these products coming my way to review. And Is I'm this thinking, the kind of thing on. that would have helped Adam Scott? Maybe. 
Imagine Maybe. outrage. You well, yeah. Chipped at the last hole. Well, you know what? That's golf, mate. You needed a golf, golf buddy. Two-shot two turnaround. Anyway, golf the golf buddy, buddy WT3 GPS watch. Uh, it has got more than 36,000 courses preloaded, including 1,000 Australian courses. So no matter where you go, you're going to get information like distance to the green, hole, back of the green. You can even measure your shot. So if you, you say you hit a six iron, you can take note of that of that distance. Mm-hmm. So you know that from now on, your six irons go that distance. Oh, so that's can, good. Can, that's can, very know, good. You so know it's the, learning about you at the right. same time. The distance of your clubs. You can also, it's also got an odometer, so it tells you how far you've walked uh, and you can move the pin. So uh, very handy, and it's all contained within your wrist. It's two hundred and forty nine ninety five. Now there is the VT three, which is the the model above this, which has got a touch screen. So this one doesn't have a touch screen, and you can't remove the module off the bl- of the band like you can with the VT three. Right. So the golf buddy, if you're into your golf, I think having a device like this is not, it's in a handy place. It's on your wrist like a watch. Uh, the battery lasts for nine hours in golf mode, fifty hours as a normal watch mode. So uh, look, if you're into your golf, you want to help improve your game, help you get a bit more enjoyment out of it, cut a few shots off your handicap, this is the way to do it. The Golf Buddy WT3 GPS Watch. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen And you can check out those products and more at techguide.com.au. That's another show in the can. Thanks to the good people at Netgear, netgear.com.au, episode 139. We'll be back again next week. Two Blokes Talking Tech, you can follow Stephen on Twitter at Stephen Fennick with a PH and also uh, techguide.com.au uh, and the Tech Guide Twitter handle plus the Tech Guide podcast. Oh, so much content I mean, we sh- I'm we producing. Could, we could probably do another half hour just talking about the content we, we produce. We could, but that'll be my next podcast, the other half hour, so we'll leave that alone. Okay, right. <laughs> and your other podcast too, yeah, don't forget as well. plus but, all the radio stuff. Uh, I've got to say, Trev, it's been an absolute pleasure sitting here in the Your Tech Life studio. I, I can't wait to get the air conditioning. Mate, I, I feel like I know the room already. You shared only about 9,000 photos of it on Instagram, so I feel guest. like I live here. So. You're my first guest. I feel like I I'm should start, a, start... You know when they get people to sign the wall of What of can places? I sign? Well, that, Maybe uh, I could sign the door. The photo that I gave you as your housewarming present I see that pride of place that's been installed that's Mate. really nice isn't that nice of me to give you a housewarming gift I'll give you some I, got a lot, I got a lot of positive feedback about that Instagram photo oh that's it's up there I'll, I'll, I'll take a photo of it to, to make it very clear that I've put it up in, in the in the very man nice. cave the Ortega Life Studio very nice thank you for listening thank you for downloading we shall talk to you next week 